Welcome to the Marketing Tips for Doctors podcast, where you'll discover the secrets to attracting more patients ready to schedule their first appointments to grow your practice without spending hours and hours away from your practice or home. Hear how to boost your online presence, develop a strong rapport with each one to increase patient compliance while adding value and growing revenue. Now here's your host, Dr. Barbara Hales, America's leading medical strategist. JJ Lizanz is an empowerment strategist and the host of several podcast shows, including Fit to Love and Spirit, Purpose and Energy. She is the director of Invisible Fitness, an Amazon best-selling author of Fit to Love, How to Get Physically, Emotionally, and Spiritually Fit to Attract the Love of Your Life, and author of Knack Absolute Abs, Routines for a Fit and Firm Core. She was named Best Personal Trainer in Los Angeles for 2007 by Elite Traveler Magazine. JJ has been featured in many national magazines, including Shape, Fitness, Muscle, and Fitness, Hers, Elegant Bride, and Women's Health, as well as having appeared on NBC, CBS, Fox, and KTLA. Her newest book, The Invisible Fitness Formula, Five Secrets to Release Weight and End Body Shame, debuted at number two on the Amazon bestseller list for women's health, and number two is a hot new release. Get your free copy at jjlizans.com forward slash book. Well, welcome to the podcast today, JJ. It's Thank you, Barbara. JJ, I was wondering if you could tell me about how to avoid burnout and meditation for the health professional? Sure. I put together an optimal health and avoiding burnout checklist, which is also another free item that anyone is welcome to go get a copy of. It's at jjflazanes.com. And then there are 17 different points on it. And it really breaks down into groups of areas of our lives that we don't really focus on or don't have a benchmark or a boundary for, an idea of what might be best for us. Now, when it comes to health professionals, it's really funny that a lot of health professionals are actually the worst offenders for health care. A lot of health professionals are working themselves way too hard, way too long. Stress levels are very high. Diets are very bad. There's usually not a lot of downtime, playtime, mindfulness. It's sort of like we're in fight or flight all the time with in the healthcare field. So it's it's kind of a funny phenomenon in in the healthcare because there are so many. I mean, I think amongst doctors and nurses, there are probably more overweight, obese, smoking doctors and nurses than I've ever seen. Now, in the alternative medicine field, of course, there's in functional medicine, they're probably the, they're the opposite. There are a lot of very very healthy because part of that mindset is actually breaking down and taking a look at how we do things on a day-to-day basis, which again, compound into what our health is. So if we're looking at avoiding burnout, we have to look at our habits of what we're doing and not necessarily just adding something in, but possibly taking things away. Oftentimes, again, healthcare professionals, and it really could be in any field, feel so strongly about their either their mission or their job, or maybe it's about the money, whatever it is, if it's a mission-based and they want to help a lot of people, sometimes what they don't realize until you crash and burn and get adrenal fatigue is that you have to also be able to have enough energy, stamina, 
centeredness, calmness, and high frequency, high vibrating emotions to be of the best impact because we reach more people when we're at our best as well. And we have a bigger impact and influence energetically in that way. And too often, I work with a lot of physicians and and a lot of them, again, get into the crash and burn situation where they're Hormones are completely depleted. They are, they're just burnt out and they can't think straight. They've got brain fog. Maybe their health is bad in other ways. Like I said, I've seen a lot of very like obese nurses and, and doctors and nurses that smoke. I mean, that would be the first indication that we're not dealing with health practices here. So when we're looking at burnout, we have to start looking at all the different things that you do on a daily basis. Like how do you live your life? How do you formulate your goals for things just as simple as sleep, getting seven to nine hours of deep, uninterrupted sleep, and not necessarily jumping to medication if you can't get there. So sleep is probably the number one tool that most people do not utilize that is the biggest way to impact your health in a positive way, and it's free. Now, of course, it might not be free trying to figure out how to get the best deep uninterrupted sleep that's restorative in nature and replenishes your hormones and your neurotransmitters and the chemicals in your brain and builds your muscle and releases fat and and helps with your immunity. Again, we really just need to focus on, again, those habits and patterns. And that's the top of the list I have here is sleep. Well, JJ, you have so many hands and uh, you have so many different missions that you have to promote health in various ways. Tell me, how do you, how did you acquire the number of fans that you currently have? What is it that you did to promote yourself that you would feel is effective and that other people should try? Well, uh, in a marketing way, I started out, my guess for some of your listeners and possibly just the general public out there is a lot of times we we have a passion that we think we have when we're younger. We go to school, we get a degree, we follow that degree because it makes logical sense to spend money on it, and then we continue down that path. And for me, my path was not quite the same. When I became a personal trainer, and then I got named best personal trainer in Los Angeles for 2007 by Elite Traveler Magazine, I sort of stuck on that path of the fitness and nutrition, but I had been wanting to branch out past that. While I was using science, which is funny because in the personal training world, people use gym science. And I'm sure there are people that use science, but but back in the day, uh, 20 years ago, the amount of misinformation and just crazy myths that it still perpetuate today that I see on the internet, that I see other podcasters doing, uh, it, it's crazy how much is not rooted in science. And so when I started to learn science, I got very passionate about science. And then the science of the body moved into the science of the brain and the science of our endocrine system and the science of our gut brain health and then into the science of psychology. And then that moved into the science of actually our spirit and energy and astrology and the fact that everything is made of energy and the physics about frequency and vibration, which correlate with our emotions. So as I started to learn and go down my path over the last 20 years, of passion and unfoldment and, and trying things on myself because I'm my biggest test study. I started my business and my podcast show and all my efforts in whatever I was passionate about at the time. And I had had some people who had 
been consulting with me and, and telling me that I should stay in my lane pretty much. Like you're, you know, you're known, you have your certifications as a personal trainer, like you should stay there. And at first I listened and I, I'm telling the story because I think it relates to a lot of people that I know who are too afraid to break out of the box. They want to stay linear. They want to stay safe. They want to stay, they're not willing to have someone argue with them or disagree with them. They're not willing to have an opinion without having a ton of research to prove that they're right. But in today's day and age, we can find research to prove anybody's opinion. It's really, <laughs> it's crazy how much, how much research someone can come up with for any diet that's out there right now. And so it has to become a personalized decision at the end of the day because there is a lot of research. So if you're not willing to break out of the box, then I feel like your energy gets stifled. So for me, how I grew my audience, how I grew my business was to constantly keep following my impulse of how I wanted to grow. And when I started my Fit to Love podcast show, it was a five-day-a-week, I'm sorry, it was a six-day-a-week show that had two videos and four audios. Monday was exercise, Tuesday was cooking, and those were both videos. Wednesday was wellness, Thursday was psychology, Friday was spirituality, and Saturday was relationships. And those were audio shows. And I did that for two seasons and 350 shows. And while I felt really passionate about my content and my information and the way that I was packaging it, the brand itself, Fit to Love, didn't take off the way that I wanted it to. So I thought there must be something wrong with my branding. And what I recognized, of course, towards the end of season two is that each one of the days, like I did alliteration because it was fun, movement Mondays, tasty Tuesdays, wellness Wednesdays, all under the Fit to Love brand. But each one of those days, I still have highly specialized information under those days. So wellness Wednesdays just sounded very general. Now it's called nutrition and alternative medicine. Uh, Movement Mondays does not tell you that I'm a specialist in biomechanics. So I then created Smart Exercise. So Tasty Tuesdays didn't let you know that my cooking was easy, paleo, gluten, and dairy-free. So I realized that there was a need to rebrand, and I rebranded each one of the different days of the week into its own show. And when I put that out there in the world, what came back was very shocking in one way, but very obvious in another way. The show that did the best, the fastest, was a show that I did on Law of Attraction and Spirituality, which is called Spirit, Purpose, and Energy, because it still can resonate with everyone who's looking for a healthier lifestyle, but it starts with the bigger picture of our relationship to our existence on this planet and, our, and how we view life and death and how we really go about our day-to-day -day life expecting things to happen or not, whether we're a victim or we're proactive, whether we're taking responsibility. So I grew my audience by testing out different brands and different messages and seeing which one resonated. I got another fan mail today from a, a girl. Actually, I just printed it because I'm going to read it on my own show. And, and she writes a paragraph and she basically said that she's told, she's told so many people about my show and how much my show has changed her life. And I get these emails all the time. And when you get your first email from a listener that says that you've changed their life, it's all you need to keep going. And not that I had any doubt because part of the show is therapeutic for me too. I don't teach anything or present anything I haven't either tried myself in some way 
or believe in wholeheartedly. And so I just keep learning myself. I'm an avid learner and I share what works for me and share what my beliefs are and it seems to be working. That's great. Well, the three topics that I see really helped you become most successful are the following. And correct me if I'm wrong, but the first one would be specificity. When you became very specific, instead of just being general and cute, it really honed in on your topic and people went to it because that was exactly what they were looking for. The second one was that you brought in relevance. When people are seeing topics that are relevant and of value to them, they are more interested in pursuing it. And the third is following you because of all the passion that you show. Nope, sounds good to me. <laughs> okay, that's great. So tips do you have for my listening audience so that they themselves can strengthen their brand and promote themselves? Well, strengthening their brand has to do with what their relationship is to their brand. And, you know, this does link back to the original conversation about avoiding burnout and in the health profession, because if we let our work get in the way of, if we look at money, we look at position, we look at attaining as a way to feel free or feel happy. Like there's, there's self-care that has to be considered, I believe, in your branding. Not that it has to be part of your, what you put out into the world, but in how you determine how you present yourself within your brand. If I was someone who was talking about health and wellness and balance and I have adrenal fatigue all the time and I don't sleep ever and I eat crappy food and I'm overweight and I'm out of shape, I don't really represent my brand. And my brand and my passion come out of my interests to be these things. So if you're, if this is health professional based that's out there and you're thinking about how to get, how to, how to make your message more likable, more relatable, you have to still be human and you have to be able to connect with people in that real way. And people are attracted to you when you're healthy, when you're happy when you're centered and balanced, and when you're passionate about what you do without attachment to it having to make you a million dollars, it can, and it should, and it could, but, it, but it's about, again, that idea of, of marrying the true authentic passion with what it is you're putting out into the world. And in order for you to be at your best, you have to treat your body the best you can. Everything from what you eat to, to your sleep, to the supplements you take, to your exercise, to your emotions, to your relationships, all of those things have to be attended to to create the fertile soil to grow the best tree or to grow the best plant, if you will, that gets the best fruit. And it's the same thing in your business. If you have a weak foundation that's based on scarcity, then you're probably not going to find your passion because you're always just trying anything you can just to get a few people to pay attention to you. But I think the longevity of you know, with what's really fun about spirit, purpose, and energies, I don't, I very rarely promote it. I promote it on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter, but I do not buy ads. I do not do a ton of blog posts. I don't even ask my, I don't even ask my guests to share the show. And the show has grown, and I think we're going to hit a million downloads this month just for spirit, purpose, and energy alone. Wow. And, and that's only because. 
of my passion, which then activates my listeners' passion, which then activates them. They're my they're my biggest my biggest marketing vehicle. I mean, this this email that I got today, she told me she she tells everybody she can about my show. That's that is so much more valuable than me and putting an ad out there because it has to come from a person who's been like literally moved emotionally from my message to then tell somebody else, you know, you really need to listen to this. And then that person she told signed up for one of my programs. So it, it, that's, that's the beauty. To me, there's a leverage in passion and in being on purpose. And, and so that would be my advice is to find where you and your, your brand uh, are one in a way. And not that you need to take things personally, but to understand that you are the energy behind it and you have to take care of it and you have to be in alignment with it and it has to feel good. And the, and the brighter your light shines, the more people you'll, you'll inspire. Well, that's so right, JJ. Those are such good points. It's important that you are not just representing content, but that you're representing yourself and the passion that you bring and your mission as well, and everything else will fall into place. I think those are really good points. Thank you. So what is it that you can offer my listeners today? Sure. Uh, So the optimal health and avoiding burnout checklist is a downloadable two-page checklist of 17 points of the optimal health, right? So if you don't want to burn out and you want optimal health, you do these things and make these a priority and build your life around these things. And then you will be at your best to bring your best in your brand, in your business, with your clients, with your patients. Well, that's Uh, so valuable because in medicine every day, we're hearing about how more and more physicians in every specialty uh, are experiencing burnout and leaving the practice earlier and earlier because of that burnout. So watching and looking at your tip sheet will be of great value. How is it that they can get it? JJFlazanes.com. Could you spell that? Sure. JJFLIZANES.com. And on the homepage, there's a little blue bar or it's, and it says free tools and resources. And you can click there and there's a couple more in there, like a free copy of my book, The Invisible Fitness Formula, Five Secrets to Release Weight and End Body Shame. So the free book is in there as well. I also do a 30-day free manifestation challenge utilizing the law of attraction. And the next one's in June. And again, all of the links for all of those free gifts are on the homepage of jjflazanes.com. Well, let me just tell you, everyone, you need to have JJ in your life. And thank you so much for sharing your time with us today. Thank you, Barbara. I appreciate you having me. Thanks for listening to Marketing Tips for Doctors. If you like the podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review. Press the subscribe button so you never miss an episode and tell your friends about the show. Join us on marketingtipsfordoctors.com for replays and more resources to help grow your practice, strengthen your brand, and dominate your field. Remember, you are one tweet from greatness. Greatness.